Hi, my name's Shannon and welcome to my podcast. I'm just your typical 19-year-old uni student who's trying to kick her goals, survive living out of home and create the most balanced, healthy lifestyle. Join me in my themed episodes where we delve into all things young adults often face where I give just six tips, tricks or favourites that you can easily introduce and integrate into your life to get a handle. I'm passionate about psychology, business, wellness, fitness and so much more, so be prepared to come along on this journey of me blabbing on about topics I love and rants from yours truly. Happy listening! Kia ora everyone, uh, back with another episode and this time I finally have another guest. It's been a while since I've had a guest actually. So for those of you who don't know or haven't listened to my last few episodes, I'm in the not overcast UK today, it's actually it's sunny. Actually <laughs> it's actually quite yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in with the beautiful Amy. Ooh, beautiful Amy. <laughs> Literally like the most sunshine. If I could explain Amy in like three words, it would just be like sunshine happiness and just like refreshing so refreshing and I think the whole reason why um I want to do this episode with Amy is because we were talking about it earlier before and just how Amy's perspective on things is so different to like my normal perspective and I think a lot of my listeners perspectives as well because if you kind of listen to what I have to say you probably think quite similar (laughs) to what I have to think so just when I am so logical and like rigid in what I think and the decisions that I make, Amy is just the perfect balance to think. She makes you think in new ways and makes you think <laughs> with new perspectives and fresh eyes. And I think that myself and everyone listening can benefit so much from what Amy has to say. Let's hope so. <laughs> so tell me a bit about yourself, even though, tell the listeners a bit I'll about yourself. Listeners, you know too much. I know everything. <laughs> um... My name is Amy. I'm 22. I am, well, I'm training to be a yoga teacher at the moment. I'm kind of, I realized today I'm like six months in, which is crazy. How long is it? A year? It's a year, but because of coronavirus, I think we've got like an extended few months, which is amazing. Like, yeah, I'm like, yes. Do you have to pay any more? Or is it? No, we, it was. It was a, a big hefty up front um, <laughs> that I saved up for. Um, and yeah, it's my dream to be a yoga teacher. So I'm, I'm loving studying that at the moment and becoming more and more who it is I feel I should be. Oh, maybe. that's so good. Um, I And just I'm, turning a passion into a career. Yes, and realizing that it doesn't need to be a job. It can actually, like it's not, it can yeah. be a job. It doesn't need to be work. Oh know? gosh, yeah. A way of um, life. So studying to do that at the moment, um, I've recently dropped out of uni, which was like the best thing that ever happened to me. It was so good. Very scary, but was the best decision. That in Um, itself, we could do a podcast on because (laughs) I think that is a topic that no one talks about or that was just really stigmatized and looked down on and your outlook to that and your reasoning behind that and why you did that, I just think is like... Another story for another, another day, story. isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. I work part time. Yeah, we met at Lush, by yeah, the way. So we, that's how we. we we're Lushies. <laughs> we sold bath bombs and we skincare did. together. We fell, we fell in love <laughs> over the bath bombs. Um, 
yeah and I'm just I'm currently at a stage in my life where I'm really trying to step into my authentic self we'll go into like what that yeah. means yeah oh my gosh it's gonna get juicy it's everyone get juicy, juicy. <laughs> um but yeah just figuring it out I guess it's that it's 20s isn't it it's being 22 is just has been 22. already the biggest lesson ever so. yeah Ooh. Oh my gosh. Well, before we get into oh, this whole podcast episode, I think is just going to be about what we can all learn from Amy pretty much. <laughs> Six things you can learn from Amy. But just about you'll slowly realize what Amy has to bring to the table, what her whole kind of mantra and way of life and her values are similar to mine, but the way she uses them and her actual delivery of all these things is very different to mine. Um, and I think we can just all learn so much. So I've just kind of asked um, on my Instagram and I've kind of compiled lots of questions, questions that I think um, lots of people might want to know. Um, and we're going to ask Amy and find out what she has to say about these things, ask a bit about her yoga and she can teach us. So I think these things, um, you're either like go hard, die hard, like all spiritual, yeah. like loves it or it's kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, like, <laughs> but it's almost like, oh, I don't like that because you don't know enough about it. And I've, mm. I'm pretty like that. Like, I'll admit that I'm like, oh, there's like, it's it's too much. Like, it's a whole lifestyle. Yeah. Like, it's a personality trait. Like, and it's almost really, like, scary thinking about mm. even making one step towards being your authentic self is like, how, Am I doing how it on right? earth do you do yeah. that? Like, it's quite overwhelming. So I think this will just scratch the surface of so many topics. Oh my god! We're even on a time limit. We yeah, could talk. I'm about to go to work. So <laughs> we could talk we, for hours. We could talk for hours. So we're gonna try and keep it condensed. And then if there's anything that we're like, we could do another episode on that. We will. So let's get into it before we run out of time. Um, it's gonna start with my new segment and talk about what have you learned this week. Oh, so I this week have learned how to heal in the right way. I was talking to Shannon earlier about how I've recently had a very minor injury um, through doing yoga, which sounds crazy. <laughs> so weird. Um, and for me, like, I'm such a person of routine. So the idea that my yoga routine has had to change with my body has been really difficult. Um, so just learning to take it really easy um, and just heal and listen in the right way, not how I think I need to be getting better and not focusing on how fast I need to be getting better, but just sitting with Riding it. the wave. Riding the wave. Perfect. Well, something that I have learnt this week, and it's taken me up until Saturday 10 minutes ago with Amy to uh, <laughs> put it into words. <laughs> but I think I'm going to go into it, um, what my week has been like in another episode separately because I'm going to use my emotions and my feelings and my thoughts productively and put them into an episode. Mm-hmm. Um but moral of the story is that what will be will be and whatever you can't control is just not worth like worrying about. And there will be some things in life that you cannot control and you can put all, you know, your, you can put everything you've got into something and it might still not work. And that is something that I honestly feel bad like saying that I've learned that this week because I don't even think I've learned that yet. Like I'm still You're processing. I'm, I'm still yeah. on my way. But just realizing that you can put absolutely everything you've got into something um, and it still might not work out, but that's okay. It wasn't meant to be. So what will be, will be. And some things that are out of your control, you just have to sit there and accept it. 
And ride the wave. Um, what have you, what are you proud of this week? This week, um, I'm really proud of my communication. With, oh, I love that. With my other half. Um, yeah. With my boyfriend, we've really been doing a lot of work on um, how we both communicate like our feelings that's so good and like love languages as well yeah um so under- what long language are you so, long language <laughs> um so i am words of affection oh. and um uh, acts of service yeah um Always service. and kind of like physicality as well like, yeah that's me like i love hugs and cuddles um and we've actually both realized me and my boyfriend are exactly the same yeah Um, I would say that though yeah you can just see it like yeah so we've just been really like getting into that yummy space of like how can I love you better yeah it's been this week it's just been it's been yummy oh that's so good it's so interesting because when I first did that test like oh new gimmick like a new buzzfeed (laughs) quiz but like I made Ollie and I do it and then I was talking to my parents and I was like mum and dad you should do it and like it's so true like because not only when you learn your love language you know what like how you show love to other people and you know Mm. what's going to get through to other people because the amount of times that before I knew Ollie's love language was acts of service Mm. like I would say nice things about him I'd post Instagram photos with him or something and he'd be, he just thought, he'd be like, okay, cool, like, thank you. And I'd get almost, like, taken back or, like, frustrated that he didn't really, yeah. like, appreciate that that much. And um, it kind of made me realise through learning that that's, like, well, that's just not how he feels love. Yeah. Like, yes, it's a great thing and he acknowledges it and he's, like, thankful that I've posted an Instagram photo of him. But, like, to him, that's not providing him any more like satisfaction or love that he needs so he would much prefer me making him a coffee in the morning than me doing that and it's like it just shows that like you know it doesn't matter how big or how small it is it's just what form that love and affection is and And, learning loving loving someone how they want to be loved yeah than how you want to be loved yeah and I think because we're different we're different and I think you know like even down to this morning like making Luke some croissants I know made me them too and thank you that was like for him it was like yes Yes. thank you so much um so it's just it's just loving people how they want to be loved and understanding it and not being afraid to have the conversations it's so funny my love language is physical touch yes and I'm in and I'm in a long distance relationship so I think that's so funny but um Good thing there's uh, five different love languages and I'm not 100% and you're all, physical touch. It's also good to remember that you are a mix of, there will be it, like, you'll mix into yeah, some of them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think I was like four, like 30 or 40%. Like I was majority physical touch, yeah. but it was like definitely other factors in it. Um, but I was no gifts. So I'm not gifts either. That's awesome. Christmas just doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but it's actually so true because if someone asked me to talk about my favorite things about Christmas, it's food and, like, my mum making all the food and, like, being in the kitchen yes. with her on Christmas Eve and, like, going to the supermarket and everything. So if food is technically a gift, then maybe not. <laughs> maybe that's wrong. But, like, the best thing about Christmas is, like, family and it's all the, time. the food. Yeah. So that just goes to show that presents really don't matter. Um, What is – oh, wait. What am I proud of this week? Yeah. I am proud of kind of a follow-on from learning that everything happens for a reason. I just had some crappy marks back at uni and it made me question like my whole career. I fully spiraled people. Like when I say I spiraled, like I was worried about my retirement funds. Like we went off the rails, people. (laughs) And so I am proud of kind of having my massive off day, having my off the rails moment and spiraling, letting it happen, letting me feel the feelings, letting those tears 
the low capital F. Um, but then using that the next day productively and you, like acting on those feelings yes. and doing something about them. And so um, I kind of looked deeper into, well, okay, if that one career option doesn't work, that's okay. What else is out there? Because I questioned, I kind of was in a narrow box and it was like, well, if I don't make honors and I won't make postgrads and I won't make mm. clinical psych and it's like, wait, but there's marketing. Like you, you're doing a Bachelor of Commerce for a reason. And I'm like, no, but I don't like marketing because marketing just looks like this and I don't want to do that. But it's like what I then acted on the next day is I talked to my dad, who's very business-minded. We just had a really good heart-to-heart conversation about like what else there is out there in the business world. And he just kind of, without like, because I don't like my, when my parents like tell me I'm good. Like I don't want that. Yeah. Like I don't want that affirmation. Affirmation. I don't want that like approval from them. I want them to tell me like that I need to work hard and like, that I, yeah. you know. But it was good that Dad really like built up my self confidence and saying like you know like you you're gonna get two degrees like you've got more than so many other people and it was just kind of like you can use those two degrees to go into this, to go into this. And we both together logically worked out small solutions to my big spiraled problem. And that was truly what helped me get over this Mm. is using it to think of logical solutions. And so I'm proud of like then using that to go update my LinkedIn. And I reached out to a few people I networked and I started looking at and, and researching like different areas in marketing and thinking, well, marketing's not one sided, like what else is out Mm. there? And so I think that was really good for me to like really create change and like using that fear to create change because it could have, I could have just let that ruin me and I could have just sat there and ruminated even up until today, Mm. four days later. And I could have let that really break me and rattle me and like made me not want to try for the next Mm. four days of uni assessment, but I didn't. (laughs) Um, Work in progress. Definitely. Um, And just quickly, what is your goal for the week coming? My goal for the week coming is to just heal some more, um, get my hip flexor, my hamstring. I've um, gone through some stretches, good to go. Stretches, <laughs> um, get that sciatic nerve back to, to what Yikes. it knows. Um, and just, yeah, just heal some more mentally, physically, emotionally, just always healing, always trying to do the work. Yeah, I love my, that. That's my goal. I love that. Um, and my goal is to organize a time to talk to my tutor and go through my test grades grades that rattled me. I have sent two emails and not gotten a reply. Well, I got one salty reply that didn't answer the question. And Very then I salty. sent one back and said, can you answer my question? <laughs> and I didn't get one. So my goal is to not give up on this because I want to show and prove that like I'm serious about these grades and that I'm annoyed that I didn't do as well as I wanted because I care um and so my goal is to sit down with the tutor or the lecturer whoever it is and go through my grades and find proactive strategies to improve my grades for the future because I don't like not doing as well as I thought and I want to do something about it (laughs) all right and let's get into the episode All right, so I've kind of collated six different questions that um, others sent in and six things that I think would be really beneficial to talk about. But let's start from, say, the start of your day. And I see, like, on your Instagram, and I know you well enough to know that you have, like, quite a specific ritual morning routine and just the way that you organize yourself and your thoughts. Um, Can you tell me a bit about, like, 
from waking up, how you kind of set yourself up for a positive good day and why you kind of include each step, like what its benefits are? So um, just to make it very clear, like it varies day to day. Um, Yeah. And what I do in the morning is when I wake up, I just, while I'm still in bed, take a real minute to just listen. Like, oh my God, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> what do I want to do today? What is my body telling me it needs? And what is my mind saying it needs? Because they're two very different things. Yeah. So like my mind could be like... My man's telling me no! <laughs> um, that was brilliant. Was, I'm very sorry. <laughs> that was so good. It's so accurate. Um, but that is it. So like my mind can be like... Um, one or the other so we're gonna get up we're gonna do a really big yeah flow, we're gonna sweat and we're gonna and my mod my body could just be like mm, I'm sore I just I'm sore can we take it easy yeah. so I just I take that time some mornings my body is saying I just want to cuddle with Luke and just take enjoy that time um so I kind of take that sort of 10 minutes then I get out of bed um I then do my skincare which at the moment is um consisting of just oil wow <laughs> um my skin is purging at the moment which is yeah. a very beautiful but scary experience yeah. um so i just take some oil to my face um or like ultra blend as well oh yeah. good old lash good product old lash. <laughs> um and just massage my face yeah um try and try and give myself words of affirmation so, so it's quite therapeutic with oils especially like you can give yourself a little facial massage a during facial it. massage that's pretty um, I love and that. just try and speak words of kindness because it can be difficult when your skin is yeah. not complying to how you think it should be it, yeah you know so I do that. I then do that out loud or just in your mind. In my mind, out loud, out yeah. loud, like whatever. I love that. I need happens. to start doing that actually. Um, and I then I've got a really weird ritual after washing my face of splashing my face seven times with cold water. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. Compulsion. It's just <laughs> Compulsion. Drinking. Um, <laughs> it's a real. It's just I just do it. Like it's, yeah. I don't know what it does and. I've started to do an affirmation for each time I splash my face with a cold oh, Okay, so you've turned um, it into something good. I tried to make it yeah. something good. <laughs> what um, happens when you don't, though? Um, I, I don't know. I haven't, you've never done I that? Haven't, okay. I've never not splashed my face seven times with cold water. Yeah. I've, I've been doing it for as long as I can remember. Okay. So we'll unpick we'll work on that later. <laughs> Let me get my degree and yeah. I can actually help you. <laughs> um, then I brush my teeth and I do um, something called tongue scraping. It's an Ayurvedic practice. Uh-huh where you um you scrape your tongue i've got a little tool yeah um and the idea is doing that before i do any yoga or breath work um my mouth is clear of toxins but also um you know if there is no toxins i can't speak any toxins so it's that really, ah like, i thought it was got rid of bad breath it was, it's, it's great it's great for breath and it's great generally for oral hygiene it's yeah I seriously thought that's what it was. Scraping your tongue, honestly, you can get them anywhere. Um, I would recommend getting them from like a source that actually knows what they're doing with them. Um, but I have a copper one, so it's naturally keeps itself um sterile. Yeah. Um, and you will be surprised at the crap that comes off that. Yeah, I'm Um, worried. Where did you get yours from? Where did I get one? Um, I I can't remember the brand. I will. You show me. I'll show you. Okay. Shannon can do yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'll scrape my tongue. Um, then I come in, I put the kettle on, I make myself um, I've either a blend of teas, so I get um, my own like teas and 
make my own little blends. So at the moment, I'm really enjoying rooibos and lavender. And I put it in a press and I just let it soak. Um, And at the morning, the routine is just having my tea, um, doing some Kriya breath work, which is all about... um, It's tenfold the benefits for your lungs. Um, It clears out any trapped air or any gunk that you might have in your lungs. Um, If you have got a cold or anything like that, look into Kriya breath work. Okay. Because it just clears your whole whole airway system. It just clears out. That's so interesting. Um, It's great for igniting the heart chakra. So um, it helps things if you suffer with depression or anxiety. It really helps you listen to your heart. And then from that, I then go and do a manifestation practice um, where I manifest what I know my life is should be yeah and um from a real like loving place what I want in my life yeah um so there's been some really lovely I actually this morning I was doing it before Shannon came over and I was like do I have time and I was like, I'll do it anyway <laughs> do it. <laughs> and Luke just sort of came in and sat with me and did it and it was just this sweet <laughs> so it cute. was like the sweetest thing and I just and then you arrived and I was like oh uh. yes um, and then at the moment, usually I will do some kind of stretching. Usually when I'm not injured, mm. <laughs> I'll go in to do like an hour's flow. Yeah. Um, but at the moment I'm really navigating, okay, like what else can I do that doesn't need to be as, you know, yeah, strenuous. As strenuous. Yeah. Um, I love listening to podcasts in the morning and I just always make sure because I do live with my boyfriend. Yeah. I am get, my mornings are so sacred to me. Yeah. Just, sounds it. It's my time for you and it's really nourishing and like gentle and I love the slowness in the morning. Yeah. I think there's such a like feminine energy around it of just like just dilly dancing dying, around. Dancing around and just So if you like because I think that is just, that sounds incredible. But to me, that sounds like a Sunday morning routine. Like if someone okay. works early morning, something like, would you get up? Like when you've yeah. got like a delivery shift at yoga, uh, at Lush, at yeah. yoga, at Lush, you would get up and do this every morning? Like, so it, it will vary. I will like, I think like transparency is really key with these things. Yeah, it varies. For sure. Um, I've always been a morning person, so I've never actually struggled with waking, waking up. up. Yeah. Um, and to me, I notice if I haven't taken the time to do that in the morning, yeah, it definitely affects my, my day. Yeah. Um, You're kind so, of setting yourself up, aren't you? You're, yeah, it's setting yourself up for greatness. Yeah, and I love it. Also, acknowledging, I think, it allows me to really go inward and think, where am I at today? Yeah. What am I gonna? What am I struggling with today? Like, oh, how did I so feel good. when I was doing my skincare? Was I insecure? How can we work on that? And so it just gives you the space so that throughout yeah. the day, you're like, if something comes up... You're like, oh, t- like um, what is it like you post... Like time post it. Like, what do we call it in Lush when we're like in a consult and we need to tell someone that like, you post? Like, I'm just yes, gonna go do yeah, this. Yeah, What's yeah. that word? Something posting. Um, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> but it's like it that is so important because there will be days where you wake up on like the cl- wrong side yeah, of the bed, and you are more sensitive today than other days. But if you don't take the time to realize, like, and right. preface that to yourself and say, "Look, today you're probably gonna be quite like." snap back here you're gonna be a bit like more short-tempered you're more sensitive so just 
prefacing that to yourself and realizing that and understanding how you're feeling before you start each day is going to be so beneficial. And how you communicate to other people. Yeah. Because what I will do then, so Luke comes in usually, if he's not working, he'll come in a bit afterwards. Um, and he's always very, I really respect how respectful he is. He's yeah. very silent about how he comes into the room. And we'll have like a check-in, you know, how are you like, feeling today? What's happening today? What's happening? And I can say, do you know what, Luke? Today, I'm just not feeling myself. Yeah. I'm really struggling. And what that does, and it allows him to, to, communicate, to communicate with you. Oh, with you're me. so and right. It's just, and I mean, it's not, it's not ideal sometimes. Like some days, honestly, like yesterday, I had the biggest cry. Yeah. Like, oh, same. I don't want any, <laughs> anyone listening to this being like, oh, that's so idealistic. Yeah, it's like, magic. So aesthetic. It's, it's, it's <laughs> but everything's got a purpose though. Like everything has a purpose. As beautiful as it sounds, like this is, you do this to like help yourself and set yourself up mm-hmm. for the day and for like, it's got a productive mean and a purpose behind it. So you're almost like avoiding awkward scenarios and you're yes. avoiding things like communication breakdowns mm. before they even happen. So it's kind of just a method of Taking like... responsibility for yourself. Yeah. It's just going, okay, today I'm in control of me. That's the only person I'm in control of. Yeah. How can I benefit my surroundings, my communication with people and myself? Yeah. And that's what my morning is for me. It just allows me to go like introspectively inside and think okay what are we doing today yeah I love that and I think like even for someone like myself who works six days a week at like 6 30 in the morning there's so much of that that you've just said that I could still implement into my morning routine like I work out after work so I could do the one hour after but there I have to wash my face anyway so Mm -hmm. saying the affirmations during washing my face isn't adding any more time into my morning routine I make my coffee and go to work with my coffee. I can make tea and do it with tea. Or like all these different things that you've done. It sounds like a process, but it's actually not any longer than anyone else's day. Like you've got the intention of what you're doing. Oh, you've just hit the nail on the head. It's like, I do it all anyway, but I just don't do it with intention and purpose. So as soon as you start thinking about each move in the morning, like that's all you've done. You've not added any more to it. You've just... Doing it with, yeah, doing it with Mind, intention. Mindful movement. That's yeah. what yoga is. It's moving, you know, and my thing with yoga is whatever I do on the mat just reflects yeah. what's going on inside. That's so interesting. Oh, perfect. Um, we'll move on to number two then. What is, we talked a lot about before we started recording this podcast, mm-hmm. about conscious and subco- subconscious yes. living. So, Janet, kind of introduce what that is and like why it's important. So, I'm still, I'm still, like I said, Shannon, I'm learning. This is something that's been quite new for me recently. Yeah. Um. So it's like conscious and subconscious living. So how we were talking about doing things with intention, um, in society we tend to just live subconsciously. You know, like our interactions with people. Um, I can't believe she said that, and I can't believe he did that, and. Um, there's not really an awareness of ourselves yeah. with what we're doing. We're just kind of... We're reacting, not like creating. Yeah, we're reacting rather than, I guess, resolving and looking inward. Yeah. Um, so conscious living is all about being aware of yourself and your patterns and how your relationships with other people are affecting you. So yeah. like a big one, if... If, if a situation is making you unhappy, rather than being like, this situation is making me really unhappy, yeah. this person is making me unhappy, 
why what is it mirroring yeah what is it showing me about me that I need to either resolve or that this isn't sitting right um and it's huge I mean it's it's difficult and I'm going through it at the moment because I'm really realizing that probably for the past two years of my life actually my whole life (laughs) since I hit like puberty I've been trying trying to prove myself in lots of different ways. Yeah. And now I've had this huge, and I call it a. I heard a lovely thing. It's a breakthrough, not a breakdown. Yeah. I had a huge, oh. <laughs> I had a huge breakthrough that actually I don't need to prove myself to anyone but myself. God, yeah, preach and that. I'm looking at all of my relationships with all of these different people, and why why is the relationship the way it is? Yeah. And um, what kind of friends do I want around me and why do I want those kind of friends around me and who do I want to be for me, not for yeah. other people? And it's just... And, like, who is in your life and why? Like, mm. I think before I started thinking like that as well and kind of reflecting on, like, who's in my life, why are they in my life, what do they want from me if they want mm. something? And that helped me really, like, pinpoint who I needed in my life and who was kind of... It was time to get rid of because I would find that I would have different friends for, like, different parts and different like facets of me Mm. and the friends that I've got now are there every step of the way like they might not be I might not have the same friends that would go for a walk and would go for a drink like that might be two different friends it's 11 11 everyone (laughs) but like it's okay to have different friends different activities but it's like I can turn to anything anyone in my life any family member any like friend and I can reach out to them and I can have like a conversation with substance with them and I think it's living life with with it's like said substance yes is and not just is this serving me oh it's not then bye yeah it's like i've been looking at certain relationships that i've had in the past and certain relationships i have now with certain people in my life and um not just is this serving me but why is this relationship all of a sudden not sitting right in my tummy it's this real gut feeling um, which I don't have yet <laughs> we talk about this all the time, time it's <laughs> when I'm talking to someone how is my body responding and is that is the reason it's responding well because of this and if it's not responding well okay what is that in me that I'm not confronting or what is it about that person that is triggering me? And and it's about just consciously going through your life and just taking responsibility and realizing that no one can do anything to you because you are in control of how you react. And it's yeah. scary because, and I, that it's a tricky thing to say because lots of things happen in lots of different people's lives and there's lots of trauma. Yeah. But how can you right now, like presently right now, look at your relationships look at the people in your life look at the patterns like we all have our own patterns that we've grown up with yeah. when we were a child are those pattern patterns serving you anymore or do you need to start to really do the work and think okay we need to change how we yeah how you it. it's like you can't control everything that happens to you but you can control how you react to it yes and it's like learning and i think that's a really important thing that we'll all be going through at this kind of 20s age yes. and like late teens is 
you've grown up being and like all these values and morals have been instilled into you from your parents and like you're taught how you should react to things you're taught what is a good way to react and what is bad and you get told off for not doing things the right mm-hmm. way and for treating someone the wrong way or whatever but then there comes a time when like there's not someone like a parent watching over your every move anymore and so you're in charge of telling yourself like what's the right thing to do here yeah. and what's wrong and we start kind of finding our own two feet and our own like reactions and what's the right way to, to react to things and we of course our frontal lobes are developing so much like we're learning how to make decisions new every single day but yeah just learning like I can't control the good and the bad and the ugly but I can control how I react yeah. to things and I can let something absolutely ruin my day like the bad grade and to be honest it did ruin my day for the yeah. but I did choose that but I also chose the very next day to FaceTime my dad when I was walking home from work and say, all right, dad, I want to have a business conversation with you. I want you to try and put me in the right direction to any marketers you know, and I want to talk to them. I want to use this fear of career instability and yeah. <laughs> not knowing what I want to do and being worried that I might not be in reach of the goals that I've had since I was 15. But I want to use that emotion and I want to react to those things out of my control, which are the grades yeah. to, a, to a certain degree. And I want to use that and react to that in a way that I can control in a way that I want to react to it. So I think, mm. yeah. It's it's about, as well, it's not about not, if you say something's upset you, it's not about, oh, that can't upset me, I need to be positive. Yeah. It's about, why is this having such an emotional effect yeah. on me? What is it about my usual, usually childhood trauma or childhood patterning that I've taken into my adulthood that is triggering this response yeah. and how can I rewire my brain to look at this scenario in a different way so it's not about everyone who knows me will know I'm a crier <laughs> like girl we need it though <laughs> um and what I've started to do is feeling it really relishing in that like overflow of emotion and then afterwards going okay why did that have such an effect on yeah why did that um, matter why did it matter? And that, that has been huge. And it's so life-changing. And I'll be honest, it's not doing that work because I do it every single day. Every yeah. interaction I have, once you start doing this conscious living, you are analysing everything. Where? And sometimes you do need to take <gasps> a moment of like, let's just have fun. Let's just, <laughs> let's just do it without thinking. <laughs> yeah, um, it's quite obsessive after a while. But I think yeah. it's an important thing to go through especially at our age where we're Mm. still finding our own feet and it's like working out why we're doing the certain things, why they're impacting us so much because otherwise we won't know what to prioritize, what we value, like what our likes and dislikes are. Like if we don't realize and take a step back when you leave, like for example, you, every time I leave hanging out with you, I feel energized. Like I feel so inspired and energized. And if I didn't take the time to think, oh, Amy's done that to me. Like Amy's made me feel like that. I wouldn't know to keep hanging around with you. I wouldn't know that you're a positive influence in my life. And it's like those reflections of interactions with people and like reactions to things that are happening help us decide what we choose to prioritize in life and what our motivations are and where we like what we want to focus on. I think. And and also like, what is it about you that comes out when you're with me that you like? Yeah. Because that's what's that's what it is. It's it's not me that's made you feel energized. It's it, I am triggering something that you like in oh, you. That's a nice and way that's of thinking it about it. And that's the idea is that 
people don't do things to us we respond and it's how uh, we respond it's all just clicked in my head <laughs> it's how we respond yeah that then we realize oh what was it about that experience that made me feel so good i'm getting goosebumps now talking to you what is it about talking to you that's giving me goosebumps and making I wish me you could, feel good i wish this podcast could see my face right now <laughs> you've said that sentence what three times now today before the podcast and now and i'm like yeah, yeah i get it but you just re- must have reworded that, yeah. or I must have just done something yeah. different. That you just said, went, what you oh, said was, like, Amy made you me make feel me like energized. Yeah. I don't make you, you do- energized. Oh my God, everyone. <laughs> I don't make you energized. Yeah. Something you bring that out of me. I bring that out of you because there is, that is already in you. Yeah. It's the that's same- a compliment, actually. Like, it that's is. a nice way to think about yourself. It's the same as your boyfriend, anyone, if you're in a relationship. That person doesn't make you feel love. Yeah. You already have that love inside oh of my you. Gosh. They just trigger that. And yeah. if someone upsets you, if if someone, if you say that person made me feel insecure, yeah. you already felt insecure, but it was something that they did that triggered yeah, that. That makes more sense. And that's what like your insecurities. I, in, yeah. So that's yeah. what conscious living is, is realize it's taking, Holy moly. <laughs> it's taking the control back to you. What like, and it's looking at all of your experiences and going, why has that triggered that? Why does that person... And and then you gravitate to what does make, you know, yeah. hanging out with you makes... It gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Because you bring out a lovely side of me. That yeah. You bring out my authenticity. That you like. That yeah. I love. You let me be me. Yeah. And so I want to spend more time with you. Yeah. But... It's not because like it's I because you, I make yeah. you yeah, I give you that. I don't I don't transfer my feelings no. to you or I don't it's not like I you don't give me happiness and then you don't have as much. It's yeah. like I already had it but you brought it to the surface yes. for and me. That's what it's about. That's so true because I've always said there's I'm not going to say names. <laughs> if you're my good friend, you know who I'm talking about. Um there's this one person that like I am not a negative person normally I'm not someone that like I don't dislike many people at all but when there is someone it's usually it really frustrates me because I don't like to give that person energy like if someone if I don't agree with someone or I don't you know particularly enjoy what they have what they are or Mm. just their way of living I just don't give them the energy I just focus on the good but sometimes you can't always just exit those yeah. people out of your life so you do get that and I always say that this person turns me into someone that I don't like yeah. and this person I am not someone that's negative I'm not a mean person but this person makes me think like mean thoughts and I don't like that I don't like the side that this person makes me but the way you've just the way me think it's like this person I'm not gonna say gender yeah. this person <laughs> um doesn't make like you. doesn't make me she does she She doesn't make me angry or she doesn't make me a bitch it's like I already have that in me but I just keep it so far down because I don't I just never like I just never bring myself put myself in the situations to bring those feelings up what's important is in those scenarios so um when someone is triggering that response in you can you accept that feeling yeah that you're going why am I being such a bitch why am I doing this because actually, we all have that in us. Yeah, and I just so don't give it the energy. We don't give ever. it the energy ever. And I think there is, and we'll do another podcast. Yeah, course, I think. Oh my, I ser- I'm not kidding. I have just, like, blown. <laughs> I've just exploded. Like, it, there's this idea of, it's called the dark feminine. Yeah. And it's about, um, 
it's about acknowledging that these feelings of jealousy, yeah, um, hate. I get jealous, and I hate feeling jealous. I am not. I'm a competitive person, but I'm not a jealous person. And this person makes me jealous. And I've what, the common thing I say is like, she just makes me turn into someone that I don't. I don't like being like I'm. I don't give time to those mm-hmm. feelings, and this person makes me think that. But I'm like, they don't. They don't. You I have choose control. You choose to chase that. To chase that, and when you're with that person, it probably triggers those responses. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no one can make you feel anything, and it's a really difficult thing to understand. Yeah. But those feelings of jealousy, and they're the same. I don't know why we bracket them into negative and positive emotions yeah. because it's just human experience yeah. and what you've got to do is be able to accept yourself in those moments where you're going hmm I'm feeling jealous right now yeah why am I feeling why? jealous rather than I'm feeling jealous oh stuff it yeah. down I shouldn't yeah. feel oh, jealous don't that's like bad. it it's her fault yeah. for being around me yeah yeah gosh Woo! guys I'm like podcast <laughs> over there's <laughs> enough learning for the day so then moving on to this then using this mm. now this information what should we do when we're in a situation where someone has brought a side out of me that I don't enjoy so, and I'm from experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm going through it at the moment. Um, when you become aware that certain environments and certain people are triggering these responses, um, my biggest res- my and the thing that's helped me the most is I, once I'm away from it, and if I get the chance to do it there and then, that's great. But once I'm away from it, and it's what I do in my mornings, I sit and I will write what the scenario was, yeah. how, it, how it triggered me, what response I had to it. Um, and then looking, if it's a person, looking at that person with a lot of compassion. So for me, um, recently there's been an individual um, who I'm always like, God, you're you so don't want to be vulnerable and yeah. you're so not like whenever I'm no feelings. <laughs> whenever I'm vulnerable with you yeah. you dismiss it and you uh, ignore okay. it and that makes me feel rejected yeah um and so what the narrative would used to be was that person rejects me yeah but now it's that person because they cannot which is no it's no judgment because they can't be in their own feelings of vulnerability because they can't accept themselves when they're sad yeah they can't accept themselves when they and they're not honest with themselves about their true emotions and they have such a facade when i am emotional to them or when i am vulnerable to them because they reject that in themselves they reject that with me they can't they Uh, can't hold a space for it yeah and so it's looking going okay do you know what and then i will go into like prayer and i will pray for that person and it's it's a process and it's it's essentially what you do in those scenarios when you think an environment isn't suiting you or a person isn't suiting you it's about taking responsibility going okay this made me feel this this and this and um why did it make me feel like this um and then saying thank you but no thank you yeah so what i've done is i've created a boundary with this individual and i've said thank you but no thank you yeah and so i'm civil to them i'm loving to them i'm kind to them when i see them but i don't give them any more than they need than (laughs) you you want to give then i need to yeah and there is a there is a boundary and i think it's all about setting boundaries the same with environments if you are going to a job that you dislike or you dislike the people how can you show up for that job Mm. 
and still keep yourself safe from any energy that you are not wanting to be around yeah um and the best way to do it is just to take responsibility for yourself first gosh that's such a like big thing and that i can tell that that takes a lot of time and that's it does one it includes a lot of like things you don't want to feel you don't want to admit you don't want to feel but just you've just put things into perspective for one thing, one person that has what I would normally say an influence over me, mm. they don't have an influence over me. You've just made me realize mm-hmm. this. It's like I choose to react in a way that I don't enjoy, but that's me. I don't. Yeah. They can't control me. I just control. I control my how I react to yeah. them, and it's not what I want, and it's not. Yeah. I don't like the person that I become around them, but it's not them. And, and what it's me. I'd it's say like... for you in your scenario, sit with that person that you don't like. Who you like, sit with the feelings that you don't like. Because I don't want to sit with them. <laughs> but this is the thing: it's like when you feel like that person again. Yeah. Because it's not a separate person. Yeah, it's, just, it's just you. It's just and it, and you've got to sit with those icky feelings yeah. of jealousy or whatever, and start to accept that. Yeah. Because once you can accept that, yeah, like it's like you're good to go a pot of like soup and you've got all these little veggies in it and each veggie like carrots of this emotion and celery of this emotion and potatoes of this emotion and that we've all got them inside us but when we're in different environments and we're surrounded by different energies and different people different vegetables come to the top of the pot and start to boil so we've all got them inside us and it's not like when i'm around you you give me your celery and i'm like super happy because celery is happy this is really going far away but anyway um so you don't give me extra celery you just bring more of my own celery to the top of the pot to boil yeah it's the wow (laughs) is and it's what i've learned with yoga is people and mirrors yeah if you don't like someone that means there is something in you that you're yeah. deep, deep down. And it takes, honestly, Shannon, and anyone listening, I'm doing the work at the moment and I'll be real with you. <laughs> Once you open that door, there is no going back. Yeah. You've you got to just keep going. keep going. And it is hard. I mean, it is emotionally, it can be so draining. But good on you for even venturing there. Like, you've taught me already in 10 minutes things that are like... There is so much growth and personal growth that I can do with yes. the way I develop, with the way I like suppress and what's the opposite of suppress? Like bring more emotions yeah. to the surface. Like there is so much change that I can inflict on my own processing mm-hmm. that I don't just have to be like, like I'm always someone that's like, oh, I'm just a competitive person or, oh, I'm a like pretty happy person. Like I don't feel mm-hmm. emotions that much. Or like I, I just think that's my personality trait, but it's like you've just shown that you actually have power to change these things and change your processing if oh, you God, want. Yeah. And if you'd like, you've just got to go through the you, hard work. You've got to <laughs> you got to go it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on because I just think you've just blowing my mind. Yoga teacher. You're a yoga teacher in training. You live, breathe yoga. It's part of your morning routine. Yoga is something. I keep thinking yogurt. Yoga <laughs> um, is one of those things that like I've tried I've done it a few times sometimes it's great at the end because you do that thing where you lie there and breathe and I just fall asleep yeah that's great I love it for the stretching because like after the end of the week of a big workout week it's like great but you have told me there's a lot more to yoga than Mm. just that so if you want to say like how does someone get into it why do we do it 
what more is there to yoga that we don't realize? And if someone is like me and a lot of my friends go, I can't meditate. I can't just sit there still and not, I have to think about things. Like, what do you say to someone that just kind of writes themselves off and as not being someone that can meditate? So, um, for starters, like, it's all about questioning why. Yeah. Why can I not meditate? And all yoga is for me is just one constant question of introspection. Yeah. Why am I feeling like this? Why am I doing this? Um, yoga has so many different facets. I mean, I'm still, I'm only halfway through my course and I'm still like... It's insane. There's so much to it. Um, I love when I come over and I'm like, so what practice did we do today? And it's like, <laughs> she'll be like sweating. She'll be like, oh, 60 minute intense, like this one. Like, what did we do today? Like, just breathing. And it's just like, breathing. she uses the real words, but I'm like... God, like, I thought yoga yeah. was, like, and warrior, and <laughs> time with dog, cat, cow. So, I mean, like... <laughs> I, would, I would say, if you are brand new to it, and you're really wanting to get into it, um, so for someone like Shannon, who's... <laughs> I have to do the work, have to do the, I would really challenge her to just roll out the mat and um, do a breath practice. Okay. Um, so, breath practice has been just inspiring to me um so kriya breath um it's something i did this morning it's um the physic and i would also if you're like shannon if you're someone who needs to have like the logic behind it <laughs> look up the science behind kriya breath yeah i will you best believe i'm going to do that when i get because home <laughs> the effect it has on your brain yeah on your um the the neurons in like your body like the nerves like it has such a positive effect yeah um so i would just start by if you're not good with meditating yeah you know meditating isn't sitting there doing nothing yeah and i think that's what people i think people think you've just got to have a clear mind and just sit there um start with breathing because breathing all meditation is is being focused on your breath and then what happens is the more advanced you get in that you can start maybe manifesting and learning how to manifest, yeah. um, which is... That's exciting. Um, it, it's just, it's just tenfold. There is, you know, there's also things like your asana practice, which is your physical practice, which is your warriors, um, virabhajasanas, um, vinyasa flows, um, which are all about igniting the fire in your body. And the philosophy behind all of those flows especially the fire flows, the one that really are challenging, is when it's hard and when you're sweating and you think, I want to get the heck out of this Virabhajasana 2, Warrior 2, whatever, <laughs> how do you respond? Do yeah. you come out of it or do you breathe Yeah. and take a moment and just find ease in the struggle Ooh, and the pain? Yeah. And then when you come off the mat that's tenfold because when you're in work and it's stressful and it's yeah do you feel like replicating that and you're bringing it's like, a mirror the yeah yoga mat is a mirror for whatever is going on so that's cool i'd say if you are struggling to get into yoga um i would like yoga with adrian obviously she's become a huge my like, flatmate loves her we did um, her in lockdown <laughs> so so good start with like a 30-day challenge that's exactly what we did we did like um, in our front room yeah it's great you don't have to be into the philosophy of it straight away yeah um, just do your own reading and just find what works for you and um like what you want to benefit from it as well yeah. like it's got so many benefits 
And for me, the only reason that I could get myself to do any form of yoga was when it was at the end of the week and I'd had a stressful week and I was my body was sore from intense mm. exercise. So I did it for the stretching benefit. But then the more I did it, I learned there was a lot more to it and it could actually benefit like my breathing and yeah. my anxiety. So then I started going for that. And like, I still do yoga hardly ever. Like I have not fully caught on. Mm. But the more I learn, I'm like, oh my God, there's actually so many benefits to this. So channel whichever benefit kind of resonates yeah. with and you it, it and unfolds. research that yeah because for me when I first started doing yoga I was oh my god uh so how am I doing like 22 <laughs> six years ago yeah um I was not doing it for the same reasons I'm doing it today yeah it's a journey and I think becoming a yogi um especially in my training I am realizing that there are one thing leads to a thought and that thought leads to an action within yoga and then that action makes you think about something else within yoga and you're learning all of these branches it is like the never-ending tree yeah um so I think if you're interested in it just just look look up look up what's going to work for you yoga with Adrian I got into before she was yoga with Adrian which was crazy for me then Uh when it all blew up yeah because I was like I know about her I was like this is crazy (laughs) her <laughs> oh my god and it was so yeah fun. it was so lovely to see everyone then i watched giving the one... her the the recognition the credit, yeah. and the credit she deserves because she is just and her dog that like just sits there in the back so Benji. cute <laughs> um so just find what works for you um don't think that you have to i think there's a lot of with yoga there's a lot of pressure around like having the aesthetic and being this like one with nature person just for like complete transparency like I'm a yoga teacher training but like I will still have days where I'm like I want to cry and yeah. be angry and like you still feel feelings I still feel you're not just this like zen being yeah like, like tree around you. <laughs> that's when you get to like the real stuff yeah and that's like to me it's like goal. inhumane I'm like what like so just, we suppress everything or just let everything be like with I'm like where's the logic <laughs> so just I think just just enjoy it and and let your body like just listen to your body just yeah. really get to a space where you are listening to what your body wants and listening to that gut feeling um and yeah hopefully it, it works but just start works. start small start work small up. and also follow amy on instagram is that the easiest way to get through to you yeah so it's amy louise dot may so a i m double e dot louise and then is that your middle name yeah well, same it's, it's, uh, yeah really? yeah <laughs> um wait or is it amy louise dot may yeah i think that's what i said okay yeah so amy just louise, go through my following everyone. yeah and then it's dot may m-a-y um yeah. so you'll see all the because you share a lot of like your ritual your morning routine things like, all the things mm. that we've been talking about you share a lot of on that platform so yeah. it's really and good and i try to do so in a way that isn't necessarily like I, a highlights reel yeah hate like, that <laughs> which is so difficult to do yeah because it's instagram and yeah. i haven't posted in a while now because i got to a point where i was like i don't like how i'm using instagram it's becoming like i'm taking for everything yeah and it's just taking away from my practice yeah um so yeah but by all means follow me and and ask have a chat have yeah a chat she's the best me. person to talk to about all of this i love talking um i'm looking at the time and i'm like worried for what you going to work it? i want to go through one more thing with you okay. do we have time yeah we do yeah, yeah. um because i got a few questions about this and i want to include it because mm-hmm. 
I think it's it'll be awesome. Um, thinking about things like low self esteem and mental health, yes, um, mindset and self confidence, self worth, self worth. I can't say those two words together. How do you use your practice and your belief system? Um, we talked about your skin before yes. this podcast. Tell that story to me. My skin journey. So <laughs> I used to always have glowy, glowy skin. I was the girl in school who never got breakouts and everyone was always like, oh my God, it's <laughs> Wanna be you, yeah. Um, and recently um, I have decided to go on a real, I call it like self-therapy journey into stepping into my authentic self, um, being who I am around people who for a very long time I have been who they want me to be. Yeah. Um, and my skin has decided to just erupt. Like it's the <laughs> biggest purge ever. Yeah. Um, what I realized was that that was almost like the ultimate test. Um, it was showing everyone in a physical way that things aren't that great with me at the moment. Yeah. Um, not that they aren't great, but I'm going through stuff at the yeah. moment and I'm dealing with some things. We're mo- making change we're making and we're moving through. And we're letting things go and yeah. we're moving through things. And so I've, I've always felt that my physical body is just a reflection of my soul and what's it's, going on inside. If it's, it actually is though. Mm. Like every time I'm like on FaceTime with my parents, my parents judge me more on a FaceTime than in real life because mm. I'm never with them. And so mum will say, you look tired. What's your week been like? Or like, mm. your skin is broke. Like, it sounds like she's really rude to me. But it's, she yeah. looks at the way I'm presenting myself. If I look tired, if my skin's broken out, if I, and that does truly reflect. Mm. Like, the, when, you're, when I'm sick, when I'm run down, I'm tired, I'm stressed, mm. I'm anxious, I'm, I haven't had sleep. Like, there's all these things inside that aren't working right. I haven't eaten well. And that just completely reflects your, mm. on your outside. Absolutely. It's massive. So um, so for me, it's, at the moment, I've been really very... My skin's been breaking out. And so I've been like, oh my God, no one can see me like this. Yeah. Because... And it's self-confidence. It, that that triggers the thing of before, and it's what I'm working on, is no, this person can't see me any less than how perfect I should be. Yeah. Um, and what I'm... I've got rid of all my makeup i don't own any makeup now oh my gosh it's um that is incredible like that's a huge thing but it should be so proud of it's it's just one of those things and and i think what happens is if i can hold a space for myself in this transition and in these feelings of vulnerability because it's vulnerable going to work and selling skincare when your skin's purging oh and i was i felt like sidetrack but when i worked over christmas i was the only one in that store apart from the boys that had didn't have makeup on Mm. like most days and I'd usually gone swimming in the mornings. So my hair was wet mm-hmm. and I didn't have makeup on. And I was like, is this weird? Is this like, I felt like I didn't really fit in. But then it was, yeah. it's, you can't, like, it's just so much easier to relate to someone being in a, like, client, yeah. like, consumer relationship where it's like, I feel you, girl. Like, yeah. I, my skin looks like this, but you know what? I use Mask of Magnamenti and it's great. Like, yeah. let's use it together and we can both try it out. And, and this both- is the thing. And, like, someone came in the other day and was like, what do I do for acne? And I took my mask off. Yeah. And I was like... This, yeah. And I was like, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I'm using this at the moment from Lush. It's yeah. not going to cure this because this is emotional stuff. Yeah. This is... And, and we had this huge conversation I said, and if you are suffering with acne really look down the holistic route of your most likely if you are purging and it's really abnormal like for me it's really abnormal to break out like this it's because 
my soul is purging. Yeah. I am shedding a skin that I oh, no longer want to be such a, in. I, I've never would have thought of it like this. And that's what my skin is doing. And so yeah. what I'm trying to do is with confidence and mental health and I still get panic attacks sometimes. Yeah. And, um, but it's about holding a space for myself when I'm feeling vulnerable yeah. and seeing the beauty in the growth and really looking at my skin and looking at each spot and thinking that spot represents this thing that I'm now letting go of. Yeah. And when I pop a spot, like really releasing tension just and thoughts, looking at it, like your body is just going, Oh, finally all of this. She's, it's like my body's going, Amy, finally all of this stuff has come to the surface. That yeah. You have, repressed for so long and now it's overflowing and it's coming yeah. out and that's that's what it it's is it's such a beautiful outlook to have on your body and what it is worth and what it can provide you with and just its capabilities like it's so much smarter than you think and, and just you're, you're not your body you're just, yeah you're, and i know that sounds so flippant but no we are not like if i took away my like waist and um my glowy skin yeah and my would I still love myself if you got yeah. rid of not you but like yeah like if you hold yourself to such high esteem because you've got a great bum yeah what happens when you don't have that great bum anymore? yeah are you not great anymore yeah and it's realizing especially as women that we are energetic like our femininity comes from who we are yeah. not from what we look like and oh. that's just been huge for me yeah like it's just like just the sh- being human and being having a human experience is what's beautiful. It's just Hi. so much. Luke is saying it's so good to work. <laughs> we look at the time and I'm like, ah. <laughs> <gasps> um, I just had to get that one in there because I had questions about like self esteem and self confidence, and I just think as soon as we were talking about before the podcast started about how you know your body is giving you a test right now. It's mm. testing your self worth. It's testing how well you can hold self confidence, mm. and it's testing you to say, hey. You can have this skin. This is normal. Yeah. Like, you, you're strong enough and confident enough now and positive enough in your own skin. You can handle this. Yeah. And now it's just giving you, you can, that extra it's test. Skin. It's just skin. And I'll be real. I had a huge cry about it yesterday. Yeah. But like, it's just the process. Yeah. And I'm just... And I think it's cool that you've thought of it as though it's like every spot represents a different yeah. thing that you're releasing and letting go of. And once they all clear, it's like now you're just left with authentically unapologetically yes. me yes. and I think that's that's what beautiful. I want everyone to do I yeah want everyone to just step into themselves who they want to be not trying to prove to everyone that they are a version of themselves that actually they're just not yeah like just be you. Just be you. Everyone else is taken. All right. I've even got Ollie saying we need to go. So we have clearly <laughs> gone over time. Thank you so much, Thank everyone, you. for listening. There will definitely be more. Um, we can't handle a 45-minute episode. We need more. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for listening. If you have more questions for Amy, hit her up. Hit me up. We're going to do another episode. It's happening. Mm. So um, we've got plenty more time on another day, yes. just not today, to go into more. But thank you all for listening. Thank you, Amy, for thank debuting. You. And I'll see you all next Beautiful. week. See you later.